So we are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 9, The Appearance of Demon Vrittasura. Vrittasura is a demon who, who was created by the energy of the father of the Vishwarupa. You know? Vishwarupa is a person, if you recollect in the last chapter, uh, the last chapter was about Indra Dev not getting up and respecting his teacher. Uh, that is, uh, when he had come inside in the assembly, Indra Dev refused to get up. And then his teacher, Brihaspati, he disappears. He disappears and he doesn't show himself up. So finally, they, Indra Dev, he goes to Brahmaji. And when he goes to Brahmaji, he tells Brahmaji what has happened and Brahmaji in turn tells please go to Tvastha and who will then request his son. His son is Vishwarupa who is now taking charge and telling Indra Dev how to do his puja all this. So from there on we are going to take the next chapter which is a continuation of the first one. So Sri Sukhdev Goswami continued. Vishwarupa, who was engaged in as a priest of the demigods, had three heads. He used one to drink the beverage Somrasa, another to drink wine and the third to eat food. O King Parikshit, thus I have heard from the authorities. So you have three, imagine, I mean, imagine three heads and three meant for three purposes. One is to drink Somrasa, okay, and the second one is to Okay, drink wine and the third one is to eat food. Nice three heads, okay. Anyway, till yesterday I had given you the explanation. So from here we are going to see another explanation coming up. So King Parikshit, thus I have heard from the authorities. O Maharaj Parikshit, the demigods were related to Vishwarupa from his father's side. And therefore, invisibly offered a clarified butter in the fire which chanted mantras such as Indriya Idam Swaha. This is meant for King Indra and Idam Nyahi Agnyahi. This is meant for the demigods of fire. He loudly chanted these mantras and offered each of the demigods his proper share. Although offering clarified butter in the sacrificial fire in the name of demigods, without the knowledge of the demigods, he also offered oblations to the demons because they were his relatives through his mother. Fighting. Here the idea is this. Remember, uh, Vishwarupa is a sage. He is basically a Brahmana who is a sage. In this chapter we are going to learn something very strange. That is, if we say certain wrong words, how the wrong words can create impediments in our life. That is what we are going to learn. Vritta Sura. You know, Vritta is basically how we speak, isn't it? Vritta. So, the way we speak. Now, any person who speaks badly or wrongly can create a demonical character. This is what we are going to see. Now, remember, Vishwarupa is now what he is doing? When he is saying some words with his mouth which are supposed to be good for one person, in his mind or inside his being he is saying another kind of words which are meant for somebody else. Isn't this what we always do? We like to praise our bosses or somebody like that and oh, yes, you are doing a great job. And just at the back of our mind we are thinking useless fellow. Tatkla chap, what does he think of himself, okay? Oh, he, he only wants to glorify himself. So exactly like what, what is happening over here is Vishwarupa is creating this kind of a effect in the system. So, after offering clarified butter in the sacrificial fire in the name of demigods, without the knowledge of the demigods, he offered oblations to the demons because they were his relatives through his mother. Once upon a time, however, the king of the heavens, Indra, understood that Vishwarupa was secretly cheating the demigods by offering oblations on behalf of the demons. 
he became extremely afraid of being defeated by the demons and in great anger at vishwarupa he cut vishwarupa's three heads from his shoulder so though he was given to him as a teacher he goes and cuts off the three heads thereafter the head meant for drinking somras was transformed into kapinjala which is a, a kind of a patricia it's a kind of a bird similarly the head meant for drinking wine was transformed into kalavinka which is sparrow and the head meant for eating food became a titri which is a common patricia now this is a chapter which is going to tell you certain things about our material world in the material world there were certain creatures which got created certain problems which got created one of the great problems which i mean we we think is a problem is why do women have menstruations that in this chapter you will get an explanation for that and uh, this is all philosophical discussion okay so let us see it from that perspective right now and later on i will give you the explanation although indra was so powerful that he could neutralize the sinful reactions for killing a brahmana he repentantly asked accepted the burden of these reactions with folded hands he suffered for one year and then to purify himself he distributed the reactions for the sinful killing among the earth water trees and women just now only i told you no <coughs> so what did does indra do indra has got the capability of accepting these issues so he accepts the problems associated for killing a brahmana but in turn dissipates this whatever that comes to him he is remember he is a king of the gods so he is able to dissipate it in the universe so all the problem he takes and then what does he do he just dissipates them in the universe and now what does indra do is something is a very crooked fellow so what does he do he spread it among the earth the water the trees and the women so in return for king indra's benediction the ditches in the earth will be filled automatically the land accepted one fourth of the sinful reactions for killing a brahmana because of those sinful reactions we find many deserts on the surface of the earth so the deserts came about because of accepting one fourth of these brahmana's killings issues you know the vishwarupa was killed so the karma which comes along with it the sinful action that comes along with it indra distributed one fourth went to the earth and the earth which was filled with water one fourth of the earth became filled with sand and that is why there are deserts in return of indra's indra's benediction that the branches and the trees would grow back when trimmed the tree accepted one fourth of the reaction for killing a brahmana these reactions are visible in following flowing of the sap from trees therefore one is forbidden to drink this sap the sap flows from the trees isn't it up by capillary action so this is how so you will find that the trees the leaves fall isn't that a fall happening in the us all the trees have become yellow in color so the if that happens now in return of indra's benediction that they would be able to enjoy lusty desires continuously even during pregnancy for as long as sex is not injurious to the embryo women accepted one fourth of the sex sinful reactions as a result of those reactions when women manifest the signs of menstruation every month so they accepted one fourth of indra's issues and that got converted into this and in return for king king indra's benediction that water would increase the volume of other substances with which it is mixed water accepted one fourth of the sinful reaction therefore there are bubbles and foam in water when one collects water this these should be avoided after vishwarupa was killed his father twasta remember his father in the last chapter we did his father was twasta who offered his son to be their priest now twasta gets very angry and what does he do perform ritualistic ceremonies to kill indra he offered an oblation to the sacrificial fire saying o enemy of indra flourish to kill your enemy without delay and now this was the problem which he created 
the problem should be the thing should have been kill indra instead of saying that he said some wrong words now these are the wrong words which he uttered oh enemy of indra flourish to kill your enemy without delay there is something wrong in this sentence therefore thereafter from the southern side of the sacrificial fire known as anvarya came a fearful personality who looked like a destroyer of the entire creation at the end of the millennium and this is where the new rakshasa came into the picture his name was vrittasura like arrows released in the four direction the demon's body grew day after day tall and blackish he appeared like a burnt hill and as lustrous as a bright array of clouds in the evening the hair of the demon's body and the beards and mustache were the copper color of melted copper and his eyes were piercing like the midday sun he appeared unconquerable as if holding the three worlds on the point of his blazing trident dancing and shouting with a loud voice he made the entire surface of the earth tremble as if from an earthquake as he yawned again and again he seemed to be trying to swallow the whole sky with his mouth which was as deep as the cave he seems to be licking up the stars in the sky with his tongue and eating the entire universe with his long sharp teeth seeing the gigantic demon everyone in the great fear ran here and there in all directions that very fearful dream demon was actually the son of twasta covered all the planetary systems by dint of his austerity therefore he was named vritra or one who covers everything the demigods headed by indra charged the demon with their soldiers striking him with their own transcendental bows and arrows and other weapons but pritrasura swallowed all their weapons struck with wonder and disappointment upon seeing the strength of the demon the demigods lost their own strength therefore they all met together to try to please the super soul that is the supreme personality of godhead narayana by worshiping him so finally when nothing works then you have to go to the big boss himself and say boss please come and solve my problem so the demigod said the three worlds are created with the five elements that is ether air fire water and earth which are controlled by various demigods beginning from lord brahma being very much afraid that the time factor will end our existence we offer presentation unto thine time by performing our work as time dictates the time factor himself however is afraid of the supreme personality of godhead therefore let us now worship the supreme lord who alone can give us full protection free from all material conceptions of existence and never wonderstruck by anything the lord is always jubilant and fully satisfied by his own spiritual perfection he has no material designation and therefore he is steady and unattached that supreme personality of god is the only shelter of everyone anyone desiring to be protected by others is certainly a great fool who desires to cross the sea by holding the tail of a dog it means what when you have the ear of such a great person like the krishna himself why do you need to go to some other person you get the point when you have the lord himself why does a person have to go to some other person and pray to that person so that the problems can get sorted out so the manu named king satyavrata formally saved himself by trying the small boat of the entire world to the horn of the matsya avatar the fish incarnation that is the incarnation of narayan himself first time by the grace of matsya avatar manu saved himself with the great danger of the flood may that same fish incarnation save us from the great and the fearful danger caused by the son of twasta so the demigods are praying to krishna they are calling out to him and telling him that you know the way you saved manu once upon a time this was during the great floods manu could be also termed as noah you know if you actually go to see most of the stories are the same you can call him manu or you can call him whatever you want to there was always the great flood there was always a time when the whole thing got saved so on and so forth in the beginning of creation a tremendous wind caused fierce waves of inundating waters the great waves made such a horrible sound that lord brahma almost fell from his seat on the lotus in the water of devastation but he was saved with the help of the lord thus we also expect the lord to protect us from this dangerous condition the supreme personality of god had to created this external potency and by whose mercy we expand the creation of the universe is always situated before us as the super soul 
but we cannot see his form we are unable to see him because all of us think that we are separate and independent gods this is what they say isn't it that god is in us but we cannot see the god within us we can see us we cannot see god in the same way god is everywhere but where is everywhere so again that question also is not understood if he is everywhere he should be visible he should be seen but you cannot see god because of your individual ego or the small self that is there by his inconceivable pot- internal potency the supreme personality of god it expands into various transcendental bodies as vaman dev the incarnation of strength among the demigods parshuram the incarnation among saints narsimha dev and varaha incarnation among animals and matsya and kurma incarnation among aquatics he accepts various transcendental bodies on all types of living entities and among human beings he especially appears as lord krishna and lord ram by his causeless mercy he protects the demigods who are always harassed by the demons he is the supreme worshipable deity of all the living entities he is the supreme cause represented as the male and the female creative energies although different from his universe he exists in the universal form that is virat roop in our fearful condition let us take shelter in him for we are sure the supreme lord the supreme soul will give us his protection again in description of the divine lord what are the different avatars that he takes different avatars that he takes is the vaman avatar and then there is another avatar called parshuram narsimha dev varaha matsya kurma ram and krishna so these are the various avatars that have happened and they are meant for the a different purpose altogether that is also mentioned shri sukdev goswami said my dear king when all the demigods offered him their prayers the supreme personality of god and lord hari carrying his weapon the conchal disc and club appeared first within their hearts and then before them surrounding and serving the supreme personality of god and narayana with 16 personal attendants decorated with ornaments and appearing exactly like him but without the mark or srivatsa and the kostub jewel o king when all the demigods saw the supreme lord in this posture smiling with eyes like the petals of lotuses growing in autumn they were overwhelmed with happiness and immediately fell down like rods offering dandavats then these slowly rose and pleased the lord by offering him prayers the demigod said o supreme personality of godhead you are competent to give the results of sacrifice and you are also the time factor that destroys all such results in due course you are the one who releases the chakra to kill the demons o lord who possesses many varieties of names we offer our respectful obeisance unto you o supreme controller you control the three destinations that is the promotion of the heavenly planet birth as a human being and condemnation in hell yet your supreme abode is vaikuntha dham since we appeared after you created this cosmic manifestation your activities are impossible for us to understand we therefore have nothing to offer to you but our humble obeisance o supreme personality of godhead o narayana o vasudeva original person o most exalted person supreme experience welfare personified o supreme benediction supreme merciful and changeless o support of the cosmic manifestation sole proprietary of all the planetary system master of everything and husband of the goddess of fortune your lordship is realized by the topmost sanyasi who wanders about the world to preach krishna consciousness fully absorbed in samadhi through bhakti yoga because their minds are concentrated upon you they can receive the conception of your personality in their fully purified hearts when the darkness in their heart is completely eradicated and you are revealed to them the transcendental bliss they enjoy in the transcendental form of your lordship no one but such persons can realize you therefore we simply offer you our respectful obeisance these are the prayers you know when you are saying the prayers to the lord it is always about praising the lord it is always about telling him how good he is how best he is so on and so forth so this entire line if you see it's all about praising him oh lord you need no support and although you have no material body you do not need cooperation from us since you are the cause of the cosmic manifestation and you supply its material ingredients without being transformed you create maintain and annihilate this cosmic manifestation by yourself nevertheless although you appear engaged in material activity 
you are transcendental to all material qualities consequently these transcendental activities of yours are extremely difficult to understand in the last two lines you will understand this that we always attribute all the things that happen in our world to the divine lord we say it is because of the lord these things are happening whereas in real in reality these things are not done by the lord at all they are done under his command under his command that means everything happens under his command only it is done by the maya it is done by this prakriti it is done by this creation so directly there is nothing the, the lord is responsible for those are our inquiries the ordinary conditioned soul is subjected to material laws and he thus receives the fruit of his action does your lordship like a ordinary human being exists within this material world in a body produced by the material modes do you enjoy or suffer the good or bad results of actions under the influence of time past work and so forth or on the contrary are you present here only as a neutral witness who is self sufficient free from all material desires and always full of spiritual potency we certainly cannot understand your actual position this is a line which you have to know that we always think the lord comes in a form and he has to enjoy his life or he comes for the purpose of suffering like in the case of you know sri krishna he was banished from one place then he had to go to another place there are so many things which happened in his material world we attribute all of those things to him sometimes he got hurt sometimes he was injured sometimes you will find that even in the end he dies by the by the arrow now all these things which happened to him in during the time again where whereas case of jesus is concerned you will find that he came on the earth and then he had to suffer very badly he had to go on the cross then he had to die on the cross then he had to be resurrected again these are all these things which are supposed to be detrimental to the human form we attributed to the lord which is so the question here which the which the demigods are asking what is it that is the truth in this case is it that see material body has got its material problems you come in this world and behave like a material being you come in this world and you say that okay you have got karma past actions isn't it the lord comes in the material world and it is said that during this past life something had happened because of which he had to go to the jungle for 14 years don't we say that and so everybody thinks that it, it is a part of karma okay sri krishna's birth that was also attributed to karma only isn't it so like that various things which are attributed to karma is he bound by time you will find that time is very very are we breaking again ha huh? are we breaking oh i'm sorry terrible to this <clears throat> this is a problem with the internet i think i don't know what it is the problem am i clear now slightly yes no oh it's going on in frames <laughs> yeah okay anyway i'll go slowly so everything in this material world it is driven by what is called as a time work you will find that the lord works in the material world also isn't it he works like a normal human being he runs his kingdom he is thrown out of his kingdom he has to throw his wife out and she goes to the jungles all these things are they not mattering so they do matter so he is is he not performing work so this is what is said so then what what does it say that you are a neutral witness witness state so the lord is supposed to be having a witness state so what is this witness state that you are talking about so we do not understand your position the position can never be understood and yet you are saying that the lord is self sufficient yet the lord doesn't need anything okay he doesn't have any material wants you get it are you able to hear yes okay fine 
So I'll continue. O Supreme Personality of Godhead, all contradictions can be reconciled in you. O Lord, since you are the Supreme Person, the reservoir of unlimited spiritual qualities, the Supreme Controller, your unlimited glories are inconceivable to the conditioned soul. Many modern theologians argue about right and the wrong without knowing what is actually right. So what is right in this world is, in the spiritual world may not be right at all. And what is wrong in this world may not be wrong in the spiritual world at all. We do not seem to have an idea about it. So what exactly is the reason? And what is it that is happening? The argument always falls and their judgments inconclusive because they have no authorized evidence with which to gain knowledge of you. So nobody is able to understand the Divine Lord in any which way. Are we still on? Yeah, okay, fine. The arguments always false and their judgments inconclusive because there are no authorized evidence with which to gain knowledge of you. Now think about it like this. Who can give knowledge about the Lord? Can anybody describe the Lord? Nobody. Can anybody, even the books or texts or anything, can they say what the Lord is all about? No way. Who is the one who can give? Only the Divine Lord coming as the Divine Lord itself can say who He is and what He is up to. Nobody else can say what He can understand. So what is right and what is wrong can you actually understand in this world? No way. Because as a human being we have a very tiny mind and which cannot fathom what the Lord is all about. Because their minds are agitated by scriptures containing false conclusions. They are unable to understand the truth concerning you. So no book on this planet earth can actually describe the Lord properly. Alright? Furthermore, because of polluted eagerness to arrive at the right conclusion, their theories are incapable of revealing you, who are transcendental to their material conception. So you will find that there are various books in, on this matter about the Divine Lord, and everything is giving some sort of an explanation but those explanations are never going to be correct because they, these are books and somebody has given an explanation the Lord himself has to come and give the explanation then only the explanation will be perfect otherwise it is all going to be wrong you are the one without a second and therefore in your contradiction like doing and not doing happiness and distress are not contradictory your potency is so great that it can do and undo anything as you like. With the help of that potency, what is impossible to you? Since there is no duality in your constitutional position, you can do everything by the influence of your energy. So, the Lord himself need not do. His power in this material world called Prakriti or Maya can create these kind of illusions in the material world. A rope causes fear for a bewildered person who considers it as a snake and not for a person with proper intelligence who knows it's only a rope. Similarly, you are the super soul in everybody's heart. Inspire fear or fearlessness according to one's intelligence, but in you there is no duality. Some people by looking at the Lord are very scared of Him. Why are they scared of Him? Those who have false knowledge about the Lord, they are always scared of Him. So they think that the Lord is going to do something to them. And there are some people who are deeply in love with Him. It is for a different reason altogether that they are in love with Him. But whereas the Lord is concerned, there is no such duality. There is neither fear nor there is, you know, what we say as fearlessness. None of these things are there. With deliberation one can see the super soul. Although manifested in different ways is actually the basic principles of everything. The total material energy in the cause of the material manifestation. But the material energy is caused by Him. Therefore, He is the cause of all causes, the manifester of intelligence and the senses. He is perceived as a super soul of everything. Without Him, everything would be dead. You at the super soul, the supreme controller, are the only one remaining. Now, this is a continuous praise of the Lord which is happening. So, here what has happened is, these I'll just one moment. Yeah. 
so these demigods they are praising the divine lord by pray, by saying these kind of beautiful words which are true naturally therefore o killer of the madhu demons incessant transcendental bliss flows in the minds of those who have even once tasted but a drop of the nectar from the ocean of your glories such exalted devotees forget the tiny reflection of the so called material happiness produced from the material senses of sight and sound free from all desire such devotees are the real friends of all living entities offering their minds unto you and enjoying transcendental bliss their expert is achieving the real goal of life oh lord you are the soul and the dear friend of such devotees who never need return to this material world how could they give up engagement of your devotional service so what is the most important thing that needs to be done is you need to perform only devotional service to the divine lord and the moment you are the devotee of the lord at that point in time you will achieve literally everything because a devotee is no different than the lord himself the lord can never be described how he can be a part how can you be a part of him by becoming a devotee all right O Lord, O personified three worlds, Father of the three worlds, O strength of the three worlds in the form of Vamana incarnation, O three-eyed form of Narasimha Dev, O most beautiful person within the three worlds. Everything and everyone, including human beings and even the daityas and demons and the danavas, is but an expansion of your own energy. O supremely powerful one, you have always appeared in your form as a various incarnation to punish the demons as soon as they become very powerful. You appear as Lord Vaman Dev, Lord Ram, and Lord Krishna. you appear sometimes like an animal like lord bhor and sometimes as a mixed incarnation of lord narsimha dev and lord hagri and sometimes as an aquatic like a lord fish and lord tortoise assuming such various forms you have always punished the demons and the danavas we therefore pray that your lordship appear today as another incarnation if you so desire to kill the great demon ritasura so this prayer was to the divine lord so that he can create an incarnation which is able to kill vrittasura oh supreme protector oh grandfather oh supreme pure oh lord we are all surrendered soul at your lotus feet indeed our minds are bound to your lotus feet in meditation by chains of love now please manifest your incarnation accepting us as your own external servant and devotee be pleased with us and sympathize towards us by your love filled glance its cool and pleasing smile of yours of sympathy and by the sweet nectarian words emanating from your beautiful face free us from the anxiety caused by this vrittasura who always pains the core of our heart vrittasura a demon who was created by twast and this demon is causing problems to everybody now because of indra's folly this person has been created so the divine lord has to be invoked so that he can kill vrittasura O Lord, as a small spark of fire cannot possibly perform the actions of the whole fire, we spark your Lordship cannot in- inform you of the necessities of our lives. You are the complete whole. Therefore, of what do we need to inform you? You know everything because you are the original cause of the manif- cosmic manifestation, the maintainer, the annihilator of the entire universal creation. You also engage. in your past times in your spiritual and material energies for you are the controller of all these varied energies you exist within all living entities within the cosmic manifestation and also beyond them you exist internally as para brahma and externally as the ingredient of the material creation therefore although manifested in various stages at different times and places and in various bodies you the personality of god are the original cause of all causes Indeed you are the original element you are the witness of all activities and because you are as great as the sky you are never touched by any of them you are the witness of everything as para brahma and paramatma o supreme personality of godhead nothing is unknown to you so the demigods are telling the divine lord you know everything actually what they have done is they have ex- explained the entire thing to the lord in their prayer form they have told him to incarnate they have also invoked him in such a way that the he rises from within their heart and creates an a, a creation right in front of them dear lord you are omniscient and therefore you know very well why we have taken shelter at your lotus feet which provide shade that gives relief to all the material disturbances 
since you are the supreme spiritual master and you know everything we have short shelter of your lotus feet for instructions please give us relief by counteracting our present distress your lotus feet are the only shelter for a fully surrendered devotee and are the only means of subduing the tribulations in this material world therefore o lord o supreme controller o lord krishna please annihilate the de- dangerous demon vrtasura tvastasthan who has already swallowed all our weapons our paraphernalia for fighting and our strength and influences o lord o supreme pure you live within the core of everyone's heart and observe all the desires and the activities of the conditioned soul o supreme personality of godhead known as lord krishna your reputation is bright and illuminating you have no beginning for you are the beginning of everything this is understood by pure devotees because you are easily accessible to the pure and the truthful when the conditioned souls are liberated and sheltered at your lotus feet all after roving throughout the material world for many millions of years they attain the highest success of life therefore is again breaking ah huh? oh lord oh supreme personality of godhead we offer our respectful obeisance unto your lotus feet so here in this case what is the what is it that they are saying all these people are talking about the divine lord and his glories i'll just just wait for a minute or so we will again continue i think it should be fine now hmm so who are the people who can actually connect with the lord these are the devotees these are the sages these are the saints and who are the sages the saints and the devotees is the lord himself who has taken the form of these and how do you become that this is understood by pure devotees because you are easily accessible by the pure those who have purity of the heart and those who are truthful are the people who can the devotees can only reach the divine when the conditioned souls are liberated and sheltered at your lotus feet so these are the conditioned souls who have become pure in their mind and in their heart in their bodies these are the people who are truthful they can only get the divine lord shri sukhdev goswami continued working parikshit when the demigods offered the lord the sincere prayers in this way the lord listened by his causeless mercy being pleased he then replied to the demigods O supreme personality of God had said O beloved demigods you have offered your prayers unto me with great knowledge and I certainly am most pleased with you a person is liberated by such knowledge and thus he remembers my exalted position which is above the condition in material life such a devotee is fully purified by offering prayers in full knowledge this is a source of devotional service to me so what happens when we are offering prayers to the divine lord yeah i i will explain when what happens is the divine lord he is offered prayers by everybody now because he is offered prayers by everybody he says unto everybody who is over there that is the demigods who are over there your prayers are the purifying factor they are basically when you say good words when you say this divine prayers to the lord they purify your inner being also when they purify your inner being your heart becomes pure because your heart becomes pure then the lord's mercy is always there on you so only when you have only when you remember that the divine lord he might have taken a form but if you recollect his causeless mercy that is if you recollect who he is don't attribute him to some shri ram who was a king of uh, ayodhya no no nothing like that you have to know that he is the supreme divine consciousness that we are talking about not some person in this world if you think that he is a person then this particular position can never be understood by a normal human being it's only when you understand that he is the parabrahma he is the supreme divine consciousness he is narayana he is krishna he is everybody in this world at that time only you will understand who he is oh best of the intelligent demigods although it is true that nothing is difficult for one to obtain when i am pleased with him a pure devotee whose mind is exclusively fixed upon me does not ask me for anything but the opportunity to engage in devotional service 
only the devotees of the lord please understand this every person comes to the lord's place and keeps on asking for material opulence this that you know all the things in the material world whereas a devotee a true devotee of the lord what does he do because he is a true devotee of the lord he doesn't ask for anything in this world so he does not ask me of anything the devotee of the lord doesn't say give me money give me this give me that he doesn't ask for anything what does he do the only thing that he asks for is to engage in the devotional service that is all can i be serving you devotionally all my life long this life and all other lives that i have okay those who think material assets to be everything or to be the ultimate goal of life are called misers or kripanas they do not know the ultimate necessity of the soul moreover if one awards that which is desired by such fools he must also be considered foolish so think about it like this if you ask krishna give me money give me position give me this give me wife give me husband give me children and if krishna gives you all those things you are a fool and krishna is a bigger fool why is he giving them that see think about it like this if krishna is granting somebody money or he is granting somebody children or he is granting somebody a wife or a husband or whatever you know or material opulence whatever is it not a cause of problem in this world think about it those who think that children are very very nice things to have to carry them for 9 months in the stomach and thereafter go and give birth you think it is such an easy thing and you think your work is over i'm sorry it is it is just started then you have to the child has to grow up and after that so many things come you know schooling these that every thousands of things come about it and everything is a cause of karma just imagine like this you are going to a school you want to put your child in the best school somewhere you may have to pay donation you may have to pay under the table you have to do so many things you think that is not a karma you have actually done enough karma on the way and you have not only put yourself in trouble you have put this other child also in trouble the mother the school the authorities you think you are only one person who is doing it no sorry you are responsible for the whole world then so it's a chain reaction that you have created and think about it like this if krishna is the one who is granted you this child or is granted you even money if you you are such a big fool that you has asked for it and krishna is granting you isn't he a bigger fool than you so this is the question which he is krishna is saying those who think material assets to be everything and to be the ultimate goal of life these are called misers those who do not know the ultimate necessity of the soul moreover if one awards which is desired by such fools he must also be considered foolish if somebody awards that that person is also like that a pure devotee who is fully accomplished in the science of devotional service will never instruct a foolish person to engage in fruitive activities for material enjoyment not to speak of helping him in such activities such a devotee is like an experienced physician who never encourages a person patient to eat food injurious to a health even if the patient desires it so why will the lord himself be responsible why do you think a devotee of the lord that is the guru himself or any other person will go and tell you you know no no you should run after money you should earn this you should do this you should do that why will he do that so suppose he tells you you know no you should get married no you should have children no you should be responsible you should be doing this don't you think he is a foolish person so it is not right on anybody's part to listen to this kind of a person because that's a wrong message that is being passed on so it is like as if a doctor who is giving you an injection and is saying you know you are not supposed to do this and then on top of it he is giving you something which is going to be detrimental to your health isn't it wrong so this is what he is saying om amagwan that is indra all good fortune unto you i advise you to approach the exalted saint dadichi dadanyacha He has become very accomplished in knowledge, vows, and austerities. 
and his body is very strong go and ask him for his body without delay so there is a saint who is doing tapascharya his name is dadichi so you should go and ask him for the support then he will be able to grant you he is a great devotee of mine the saint the dhanyan who is known as dadichi personally assimilated the spiritual science and then delivered it to ashwini kumars it is said that the dalanacha gave them mantras through the head of a horse therefore the mantra is called asvishira after obtaining the mantra of spiritual sciences from the dadichi ashwini kumars became jivanmukh liberated even in this life so the divine lord is telling the demigods this story he is saying you should go to dadichi who was in the previous time he has given a great mantra to the ashwini kumars who are responsible for the tastes remember dadanyach invincible protection protective covering known as narayan kavach was given to twasta who delivered it to his son vishwaru from whom you have received it because of this narayan kavach dadichi's body is now very strong we should therefore beg him for his body when the ashwini kumars beg for the dadanyach's body on your behalf he will surely give it because of affection do not doubt this for the dadanyach is very experienced in religious understanding with the dadanyach awards you this body vishwakarma will prepare a thunderbolt from his bones this thunderbolt will certainly kill vrittasur because it will be invested by my power when vrittasura is killed because of my spiritual strength you will grant me your strength wealth and weapons thus there will be all good fortune for all of you all the vrittasura can destroy all the three worlds do not fear that he will harm you he is also a devotee and will never be envious of you so the divine lord has given anuska a medicine for viktasura to be killed so we have ended this chapter over here the next time we will do the chapter 10 but now i shall take up the questions and i will tell you the explanation for this if you recollect what we were doing last time was to tell you how different kinds of things affect our body our being and the gods and the demigods and every other creature on this earth that is inside us outside of us gets affected indra dev who is the chief of the lords who is also the part of the mind has created this kind of a difficulty in the material world by going through an egoistic path and because he has created this kind of a problem in the world they had to approach because the guru in the initial stages the guru has deserted guru means divine knowledge has deserted what what happens when the guru or the divine knowledge deserts you at that time you have to go and find for information somewhere else so finally brahma ji has created this he has told him that go to twasta who will now send you to vishwarupa a sort of a medication a sort of a, an a system which is going to clean up your entire being so that is what they approach they take it but when you take something every medicine has contraindications have you noticed that there are certain antibiotics i am telling you what happens in our world also <laughs> suppose you take some antibiotics do you know when you take the antibiotics all the flora or the fauna in our stomach gets killed then nothing gets digested after that so anything that you eat comes out and you don't get digestion you have problems is the same thing which is what happens so along with the positive the negative also enters into the system without our own knowledge so the demons are also engaged over there so the negative and the positive forces are both acting together for which again the three heads the three heads if you recollect of vishwarupa what are the three heads the one head which drinks the somrasa the somrasa what is the somrasa the somrasa is that which gives a person the power of mental hallucinations hallucination it's a hallucinogenic uh, if you see in the united states they have started selling marijuana and all those drugs in the market 
if you go to india in any parts of india where you get all this you know baba ji is sitting all over the town you will find them they are sitting with the chillums ganjas you know ganja they take it's a hallucination the moment you take it you are already in your seventh heaven <laughs> so that is one of the thing somrasa responsible for that kind of hallucination second one is wine another kind like a person doesn't like to only take one thing you know he always wants to double the effect of with something else and the third one is good food when you indulge in all these three things when you are completely sick and out you know what happens to you no you are going to become sicker than before double sick so when indra that is the mind cuts off this particular aspect of vishwarupa sometimes we have to strike at the head so when this particular thing happens it gives birth to some problems what are the problems that come about some problems which are associated are taken up in the material world that we mentioned in this book also the thing which is called the menstruation also comes in the women right the sap in the tree rises the leaves fall the new leaves have to come the sap has to rise that also happens on one side it is called a bad effect on the other side it is called a good effect why is it the bad and the good is because if it does not happen the new leaves are not going to come okay if the deserts are not there if everything was covered with water where would be the land and where would be the goodness in this material world we would have no place to stay we would have ourselves become like fishes you know like animals in the sea you know fishes we would have been fishes no human beings on earth or maybe we would have developed some sort of an apparatus for breathing who knows <laughs> underwater apparatus and we would have stayed in underwater cities we don't know that so you should be thankful that this curse was in in direct terms in di- was responsible the sap of the tree is growing upwards why was it good if the sap doesn't go up how will the leaves come up over there so it takes the energy from the ground and makes it reach right up to the top by capillary action the the movement of the water happens secondly then now we come ahead so again Tasta is very angry because his son is killed. So what does he do? With the power of his mantra, he creates another demon, Duttasura. This is a reaction which comes about once we have overcome certain issues. You know, suppose say for example, in our world, if we have overcome a certain issue. let us say you have paid off your housing loan all right now after paying off your housing loan you think oh everything is over now nothing is there what you fail to understand is the the bank is still holding the papers on to them also they are they have not issued a certificate to the agency which says that you are no longer having a loan with them so if you go to your credit rating you know you do your internal credit rating you have to pay some 2000 bucks or something and if you go and see in their column and they send a report in that report it will still be mentioned that you still owe the bank so many lakhs of rupees why because they have not given clearances it's a matter of sending just one mail from the bank to this agency saying that all loans are cleared up but updating the account never happens because updating never happens you want to go for another loan or you want to apply for a credit card or you want to apply for anything the bank says rejected why rejected because you don't have economic you don't have any money you don't have a standing you still have to pay the bank a lot of money you know even that 0.95 paisa if it is showing in your bank account as negative you owe to the bank even if the bank has written a letter to you saying that no outstanding is there but that 95 paisa is still balance 
do you know that 95 paisa is not allowing the bank to send a mail to the credit rating agency saying that this person has fully paid the uh, loan do you know this stupidity happens in our material world or you don't know that <laughs> so these are the things which actually you may say how how idiotic this thing is but that idiotic thing only is going to cause you misery in the future isn't it <clears throat> okay now if if i have to tell you some further understanding about this now i hope i you got this little answer but let us say for a, a example we have got now let us take another it's a very live example you know you have now there is a child born in your family now you have gone and applied for a medical uh, for, for the letter from the uh, corporation or municipal corporation saying that i want a birth certificate now in the birth certificate the date goes wrong remember it's a clerk who is writing the date and the clerk instead of writing 1987 or 88 or something like that say for you know first of march 1988 he writes first of march 1987 you become one year older than what you are whereas you were not even born in 87 and still you have become one year older and this thing continues even when you want to go for your passport or when you want to go somewhere else in the material world you will find that your facebook page says that it, it is your birthday today okay and the birthday happened 5 days back <laughs> still you will find that hundreds of people are wishing you on your facebook page happy birthday to you happy birthday sir my birthday was there i i wrongly put it over there why did you wrongly put it because facebook wants your original date of birth and they are going by the official documents they don't go by what is your real date of birth your official document states that your date of birth is 5 days later okay so you have to be 5 days later you know it's a silly mistake or it might be the stupidest thing on planet earth and yet it is causing you so much of problem so these are the things which are basically the by products of all these issues that something some big problem is solved and then some little small you know that tail remains that is what so this is what was a part of the explanation in this chapter we shall do the rest of the thing tomorrow i mean the next week coming week and you will understand it much better because vrittasura has to get killed vrittasura is a demon who has taken over the whole and the demigods have invoked the divine lord and the divine lord in turn has given an explanation go to this particular one who is the person dadichi he is connected to the bones of your body bones bones skeleton you know in in the uh, in the bible there is a story okay he takes the bones of an ass samson if i am not mistaken is it samson i think so and he takes the bones of an ass and he kills the entire army that is the reason why the king is wondering how can a person become so strong so it is just an allegorical story this is also a story like that so the divine lord had said go find your answers within the bones i hope you understand within the bones there are lots of answers one of the answers is cure for cancer also the bones are the creator of the cells basically the bone marrow and so on and so forth anyway we shall take it up later but like uh, guru has asked one question what is always referred to as causeless mercy causeless means what there is always a cause and an effect yesterday we were doing that there is no need of any cause you don't need any reasons for having mercy mercy means being kind and gentle and compassionate and all those things isn't it the divine lord doesn't need any reason for being kind or merciful 
so his mercy is not without any there is no reason behind it there is no cause behind it he is only nice kind and benevolent to everybody in this world that is why he is called like that okay so we shall end over here and we shall do the rest of it the next time